This episode is sponsored by Easy Day's web series, Optics Falls. Hey, yo, welcome to the show. And if you ain't know, well, now you know. I'm out of here. If you don't, we don't give a damn. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Listen hey, yo. to this, hey, fam. <laughs> Off the door right there. Off the door. Hey, yo, welcome back to another episode of the Hey, yo, listen to this, fam podcast, where we talk about film, TV, hot topics, and all the things we get throughout the week. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin J. Stone. And I'm Maria, the creative. And our other co-host is not here this week, Steph, the director. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as always, we're going to get into our quick updates. But before we do that, Maria, how you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you're doing well, too. Um, So um, I, I mentioned uh, like maybe the end of la- the probably the last episode of the year or maybe the first episode of this year that I was going to be fasting. And mm-hmm. I do it every year. I've been doing it for like 10 years. Started off doing my church. I don't go to the church anymore, but... I just kept it going. So I mm-hmm. give what they consider a tithe. So 36 days of the year, because a tithe is like 10% of the uh, whatever your income is. Mm-hmm. So I give 10% of the year okay. uh, and I give up something. And so I, I give up a lot of things. So I give up. Well, we kind of talked about it because you talked about was I giving up sex. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but I give up. <laughs> I give up fried foods. I give up okay. like all kinds of desserts. I give up. Um. I gave up soda like the first year and I just never picked that back up. So I don't even drink soda. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave up sweet tea because I drink a lot of that. Um, so the only thing I drink now is like water, which I mainly do anyway. But I only drink water, uh, juice if it's 100% fruit juice. Mm-hmm. And I get one cup of coffee a day. One cup of coffee. Um, okay. So, so, that was, so what's that? that's, that's water, no fried foods, no desserts. I think, that, oh, no alcohol. That's that's another thing. Okay. I, gave, I started giving it up like last year for the first time. And that... Mm-hmm. You know, I found myself drinking more alcohol, like, just because of the fact that it's Friday. Yeah, and I just wanted to, or if you have, a, you know, a long day at work and you're like, oh, man. And yes. that, that's one thing I will say, like, when I'm having a hard day and mm-hmm. I have to work over whatever, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I need a shot. I need a drink. And I just have to, <laughs> I'll take, like, a shot of water or some shit like that. A shot uh, of or water. Or a shot of fruit juice. Something, something that's going to be sharp, like, just, you know, give me that mm, to my throat or something, you know. That's, that sounded right and wrong coming out. <laughs> <laughs> but give me that. That's <laughs> what she said. Oh, oh but my yeah, God. but it, but the good thing is that like when I do this, because I eat crazy throughout the year, so when I do this, I start losing weight. Mm. So I've lost like a good. Uh, I've been doing it since January second because I always do the first day of the year. I I still consider that a day where I eat what I want to. Right. Um, and so from the second to February seventh, I give all that up. Mm. And so I've lost like I'd say probably like five six pounds now. Okay. Um, but I'm trying to see how long I can really go with it. Not like stay with like what I'm doing now, but maybe like once my fast is over, I'll probably have like, well, I won't eat as much fried food. And then mm-hmm. I have like a cheat day where I'll get something like that. But I'm trying to see, I'm trying to get this body right for the summer, you know, mm-hmm. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get the six back. <laughs> Why don't so. you um, get you, um, what you call those people? Trainer? Yeah. Those people. I thought about it. They cost money. <laughs> <laughs> they do, but with the pandemic. You can like probably get someone who's oh, like a yeah. virtual coach, yeah, yeah. so the cost won't be as much. Yeah, um, I know um, Carlton isn't he working with someone? Yeah, he has an actual physical trainer, um, which mm-hmm. I've worked with that guy before. Uh, we did um, a web series. His web series, Lions Den. He's oh, a, okay. Yeah, he's an actor too. Um, and uh, yeah, so I see he has a trainer, but I mean, you know, I, yeah. I stay in the gym. I, I mean, oh, okay. I stay in the gym. I work out. You, you going back? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, like the thing is. Um, with the gym that I go to, like I wipe down everything like faithfully before and after I work out. 
See, but, but and I'm have to have that my, one. Yeah. That that too. And I, I was up. thinking about doing that because mm-hmm. um, that before COVID, I actually got sick from the gym. Oh man. Um, because my hands had was on some of the equipment, so okay. I tried to go in there with like workout gloves. Yeah, I had those too. Um, but the thing I'm concerned about is like because people are breathing heavily mm-hmm. in there, you know what I'm saying? The yeah. doors are kind of, it's sealed in. Oh, so. well, everybody has to wear a mask b- before you even step in. Like everybody's masked up. They take your temperature as soon as you walk in, mm-hmm. um, once you check in and uh, you have to have a mask on. And if you don't, they will throw you out. That's uh, what I, I mean. Even, your, if, even if they put it on their chin, they, yeah, they, they, gonna, they gonna tell you, you get one reminder. If you have it, if it's not, it has to cover your nose. So if it's not covering your nose, you get one reminder after that, they can throw you out. Mm, and you can probably, okay. you know, get terminated, get your membership terminated altogether. Mm. Um, so yeah, I've been I've been working on it. Do they get? Do you guys have good social distancing? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a do lot. Of, it's a lot of space. Only a certain amount of people. Yeah, or they, they what they do now is like with the treadmills, well, all the equipment. They shut. They like mark it off so you can't even use certain equipment. Like so, like only half of the equipment is pretty much available right now because they're trying to Keep social that. distance. Okay. So. Well, that makes me yeah. feel better because yeah, so I, you can I, use like every other yeah. treadmill. What which gym is this? Oh, I ain't know if you want to put it out there, but Fitness Connection. That's Fitness Connection. Yeah. No, I mean I wanted to ask because I mean I'm pretty sure that there's quite a bit of people probably pent yeah. up in the house and yeah. kind of been thinking about going to the gym, but yeah. don't know if it's safe yet. Oh, and I mean I still work stuff. out. Like today, so, I worked out from home. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I have a jump rope, a weighted jump rope, so I did that. And mm-hmm. then I had like um, different apps on my phone that have like different workouts you can do. So I did that and jumped rope for like four minutes. Uh, <laughs> he said four minutes. That stuff is tough, man. Let me tell you. That, <laughs> jumping rope after not doing it for years, coming back trying to do that shit again. What? Rough. I used uh, to double dutch back in the day. That used to be my shit. I can never I can never do that. I love it. Like when I got down here, I didn't do it as much because um oh, yeah, it's not a, a thing. That is here. a New York thing, yeah. Yeah. So I would try to teach my cousins or whatever, <laughs> but it wasn't really the same vibe. Yeah. Then I got here in North Carolina. And I, I think um, I went to one event and, and somebody broke out some ropes and I was like, yo, y'all, let's double dutch. And it was like, what? <laughs> we we single rope around here. I was like, I what mean, the fuck? Some people double dutch. I mean, but it's, it's not like it is up north. No. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and hop into these updates. And we're going to start with Easy Day. Because it's the only way. Now, when you heard this episode start, you heard the promo in the beginning. And we're going to just mention it again. Make sure that you're going to Easy Day's YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash Easy Day E-N-T. That's E-A-Z-E-D-A-Y-E-N-T. Mm-hmm. Um, and check out the Optics Fall series. And while you're there, not just check out the Optics Fall series, but check out all the uh, series that are there. Yep. Um, there's yeah, the Gotham Knights. Gotham, Gotham, Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. Bumping the Knights. Bumping um, the Knights. Wasteland. Mm-hmm. Um, just, it's a lot of stuff that Easy Day is doing. And more stuff is going to be added. So go ahead and subscribe, subscribe, mm-hmm. subscribe, because you want to be in the know. So subscribe and hit that notification bell. That's so right. you notified when something's dropping. And make um, sure you subscribe to Kevin's channel because he does drop every week for his monologues and they're getting better and better. And he you. has a dope like intro that he put together. That thank was really you. nice. And my brother did that. I can't even take the credit. My brother put that together. Oh, for okay. Me. Good for you. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he works with, you know, editing and all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I need to talk to your brother. So <laughs> But all right, cool, cool, cool. Make sure you guys um check him out. Your channel is Kevin J. Stone. I wish it was. It's actually <laughs> I can't change the name now since I got some subscribers, but um because I don't want to lose those subscribers. 
but um, it's actually youtube.com slash real world of 21. And I, it's that because I was a big fan of the real world growing up. Right. You uh, brought that up yeah. I brought, okay. Yeah. Y'all know, y'all know all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to mention it again. But yeah. Real world of 21. Um, and yeah. Or if you go to Instagram on my Instagram page, I put them up there. And mm-hmm. you click on the link in my bio, my little link tree now, because I made one of those. Really? Yeah. So I can have I all my we, links. Yeah, we yeah. got to make one for Easy Day. Oh, definitely. It's, yeah. it's, it's real convenient. Because, you know, Instagram only has that one link you can use. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, I got other stuff I want to show off. And I can't just have, like, my YouTube. I want to have my website and maybe one of my videos or something like that. So mm-hmm. I just put them all in my link tree now. Yep. Yep. That's so, yeah. Real convenient. Um, Yeah. That was a that was a long. Uh, <laughs> I don't usually talk about myself that long. I don't like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's just a flaw. I have, but uh, anyway, yeah. But and Maria, hmm. she's doing boudoir photos. I am, I am, and um, the sale is still going. You got about two more weeks left, I think. Um, so yeah, make sure you set up your appointment uh, to take your boudoir photos. And yeah, fifteen percent off. And how do you do that? Where you go do that? And they can find me at. Um, you can book on my Facebook page, my business Facebook page, which is Godbox Productions, and my website is www.godboxproductions.com. And you can also uh, go to the contact page, and there's a link to the calendar there. Ladies, fellas, Valentine's Day is coming up. Go ahead and book mm-hmm. now and get that 15% off because when Valentine's Day you get here, you don't want to be looking for a gift. You want to already have it ready to give to your girl mm-hmm. or your man, ladies. So go ahead and book the, that and get those shots in and have a good night afterwards. That's right. <laughs> Ew. 15% off. Per. Uh, <laughs> you know, man, that's, that's been playing in my head all day because I've been watching his video of his update of what happened to him. <laughs> per. Oh, yeah. So let's go ahead and get to that quick update about him. So Roland Ray, um, last week we talked about him and we didn't say how he actually caught his hair on fire. Mm. Um, he caught his hair on fire by trying to light a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he had a Virginia Slim. I don't know what, a Newport. I don't Holy know what he had. Split. Yo, not the Virginia Slims. My grandmother <laughs> used to smoke the little skinny ass yeah. cigarettes. <laughs> I don't know what kind of hair he had. If it was like a Barbie doll hair, a wig, I don't know. It sounded like he had some product on his hair that was flammable as shit. Yeah. I don't know if the wind was blowing in his face when he was lighting the match or whatever, uh, or the lighter. <laughs> And it just caught to the dang, you know. The, dang, the he wasn't quick enough though. Was not, was not. She's. I hate. <laughs> I hate that. Um, that happened to him because I mean he's already dealing with you know a handicap, mm-hmm. and then to have that, and you know he's he's pretty famous online. He's been on um two shows mm-hmm. to include Divorce Court. Yeah, you've got to see that, that episode one. if you haven't guys please do yourselves a favor yeah. and go see him rolling around that court with my judge told her yeah. <laughs> but people people say that he had it coming because they say like he was wishing de- I mean he was like he was threatening to dig up um, Miami young Miami from the city girls she, he wanted to dig up her dead brother or dead baby baby father, daddy baby daddy yeah her baby daddy got and uh, like he just real reckless with his mouth I heard so. well I didn't hear that part yeah he is reckless but to be fair and I don't know why I know this piece but um, obviously I have no life so they like <laughs> go back and forth and they both on both sides say some really ugly things yeah. they go they I don't know what it is it, it's a Florida thing I guess yeah they go too far too. They say things all the time. Saucy Santana is the, yeah, the main saucy. one he goes back and forth he with. He did that walk song. <laughs> and then 
So because Saucy Santana is friends with the city girls, yeah. um, Carisha. Flued out girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna always remember her as the flued out girl. <laughs> so she ends up like jumping in, trying to like mm. support her friend, and then of course, then it gets ugly. Let me tell you something. One person you don't want to argue with is a gay guy, because I'm telling <laughs> you, they they snaps be so freaking savage. <laughs> like, because you gotta think, like especially someone like him. You know he's dealt dealt with a lot of ridicule. Yeah. And so when you have somebody like that, trust me, they got some in their arsenal because they done been under fire their whole life. You know what I mean? Man. Man. So yeah, he said some ugly things. But it said like I heard that young Miami after it happened to him, she was just like, God don't like ugly. Like right after it happened. Well <laughs> I mean, if you said that about my baby daddy too, I'd probably said yeah. the same thing. Yeah. I'd have gave you the same energy. Um Another update, R.I.P. We're going to get some R.I.P.s out the way. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. to baseball legend Hank Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, Rest in peace. I, yeah, he, I, I apologize. I did not pull up all his information like I was planning on doing beforehand, so I can't give you all the history of him. But, you know, he he's a legend in the baseball. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely he had to do a lot of racism back in the day. Is he um, a Hall of Famer? I think, yeah, he is a Hall of Famer. He got a lot of awards back in the day as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also R.I.P. to radio and TV host Larry King. Um, a legend of course, in the he, media. Yeah. Over 60 years uh, of a career. And uh, he, I think I heard a reporter say he did like over 15,000. Over 30,000. 30,000. 30, yeah, 30,000. 30, Damn, 30, I was way low. <laughs> 30,000 high profile interviews. Mm-hmm. Wow. He interviewed Chris Brown after, you know, the whole Rihanna thing. I remember that. He interviewed, uh, I don't think he interviewed R. Kelly. No. He interviewed um, Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, Did he talk to Whitney? No, that wasn't him. That wasn't him. No, that wasn't. That was uh, what's that her was name? Connie, wasn't it? Diane Sawyer. I think Diane she, Sawyer. Yeah, I think she did her. Yeah, because that's when she said crack is wet. Yeah, crack is wet. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, who else did he interview? Uh, it was somebody else I saw. That was uh, it was a big one. But was it Michael? It might have been. It might have been. He, of course, he interviewed a lot of big people. Yeah. Him and Barbara Walters are like. Legends when it comes to interviews. Yes. Um, and then Steve Harvey he gave his thoughts on uh, Lori Dayton, Michael B. Jordan, and mm-hmm. he just said he got his eye on him. You know, he was like, you know, I'm I'm gonna love you, you know, because she loves you, but it's all gonna be it's always gonna be a little small piece of my heart that's gonna hate you mm-hmm. because uh, you know, if she hates you, I got I got to be ready to to switch up. So mm-hmm. I'm keeping a piece of hate in my heart for you, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cute. I mean, yeah. um. I still, I'm still not sold on the relationship. Neither but okay. am I. They, they doing too much. Exactly. I'm like, this feel like a PR yeah, stunt. Like every like, day. Like, okay, we. How long y'all been on this vacation? For one, I'm seeing y'all on this yacht every day. Every day. <laughs> and now, yeah, I seen the snow. Why do we know your 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 little names for each other? Yeah, it was a turtle and something. Turtle and and nugget. Nugget. Yeah, that's it. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm not y'all. I'm not. I don't want to sound like a hater. Like I'm. Like I've said before. I, I said on that post. I was like, yo, if there's a such thing as reincarnation, I'm coming back as Lori. <laughs> but I'm just not buying this shit with her, and Michael. Yeah. You know I, what I'm yeah, saying? I'm not sold on it yet, but I really don't even care to be honest. <laughs> no, I don't really. Because um, I mean, it's not like I had a shot at either one of them. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but like. 
I don't know. I just like what what is what what y'all trying to sell? What yeah. is it a movie coming up? Like what's well, up? You know, because he it just got a movie seems coming. it just seems forced. Yeah, it, it really does. So really, yeah. I think because of the fact this is his first time really openly claiming a black woman, he he wants to was really? he? Oh, you said he was dating Snow Allegra. Yeah, she's, but she's, she's not part, black. She's, she's not fully black. She's part black. If you look oh. at it, you probably think she was like Middle Eastern or something like that. But mm-hmm. but she's uh, partially black, yeah. But um, I don't know. I mean, kudos to them, yeah. I say. <laughs> um, in other news, I didn't even want to look up this story too much. So I, <laughs> once I saw the headline, I was just like, okay, moving on. Oh. <laughs> DJ Khaled and Fat Joe are doing a joint uh, OnlyFans account. Oh started. yeah, I saw about that. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's not gonna be sexual because nobody no. wants to see either one of them. No, it's not. <laughs> it's probably you know tell us about the music industry or whatnot. That's what they're doing. Okay. They're teaching people about the music business, and they just felt like that was the place to do it. Get that money. I know these these hookers and hoes is pissed. They are because all these slaves coming in crowding yes. They just crowding it just up. Just taking their freaking money. <laughs> it's like, yo, I've been popping my coochie on this thing for a long time, and here y'all motherfuckers go. Y'all didn't even bat an eye. But now all of a sudden, Monique got a show. She want to put a cooking show. Yeah. We come here to look at Tiz's ass. We didn't come here to look for no recipes <laughs> right. like, and how to freaking get in the music to, business. Take that to YouTube. We don't need take it. Take it to fan base. Yeah. Shout out to freaking um, um, Isaac Hayes the third. Oh. He started a platform called, called uh, Fan Base. And this is not a paid plug or whatever, mm-hmm. but um, I've. The, the the client we've worked with down in Atlanta, um, she works with him and okay. <clears throat> just to show support, it is a black owned um base that's okay. supposed to be kind of like fans only, mm-hmm. but it's for actors and entertainers and things okay. and such like that. So, so not a sexual he's thing. trying to separate, like give the hoes they yeah. platform bay. <laughs> no shade to anyone. <laughs> give them their their platform back and y'all can come do the same thing over, over here, here on my platform. Yeah. So he kicked off a, a, a Kickstarter, I think last year, um, hit his goal of a million dollars mm-hmm. investments. Right. So the, the platform is growing. Um, people are starting to talk about it on their media platform. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to give a plug for that. Okay, fan base. Um, another quick update. Dave Chappelle tested positive for COVID-19 on or before Friday. Um, I just saw it. They released the news on Friday, so mm-hmm. uh, and he since canceled his shows and so that he can quarantine. So, you know, prayers up for him that he recovers. Um, and then Tom Brady. Yeah, they were saying he was asymptomatic, so it's not like he's like sickly or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least he doesn't have any symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady's going back to the Super Bowl again. This is his tenth time going. He has six rings. And uh, it's just proving that the Patriots was not, you know, the team that was going to be always going to the Super Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, it seems like no matter what team he's on, he's going to go to the Super Bowl. And he's 43 years old. And I think he's retiring after this season. I'm not sure, but I think he is. Um, I think he said this was last season. But They say that shit every year. Yeah, but, they, you know, they call him the GOAT. And, uh, I mean, he, it's impressive for him to. And meet. he's going with the Buccaneers? Yep, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And who else? Don't know yet. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so shout out to him. And then uh, Trump's second impeachment trial is set to begin in February. Mm-hmm. So next month. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and get him up out of here. First of all, <clears throat> y'all already know I had something to say. <laughs> okay. And she just rolled her eyes hard if you can see. Because what I'm you? getting real ticked off with this bullshit. <laughs> 
these old <laughs> fake ass freaking Republican senators who try to act like they was on America's side the, the night of the six when the shit went mm-hmm. down. So now the time to win it by now they trying to freaking um, backtrack and say, oh, it wasn't that bad. Let's right. just move on. An impeachment is not good for it's not a good look for our country. Bitch, do you know what is not a good look for our country? <laughs> Fucking crazy ass white people storming the Capitol. That's not a good Facts. look for Facts. our country. Let's talk about it. What's not a good look for our country is these same people stealing stuff out of the Capitol with intent to sell to freaking foreign um enemies. Facts. That ain't a good look, asshole. <laughs> So, like, I'm really getting irritated because I've been sitting around. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. Every week I'm checking in. Who going to jail? Because I want, I want all <laughs> y'all asses in jail. Everybody. I want everybody down to the ruler to the tutor, okay? I, I want that. everybody. So, like, all these these senators are trying to walk walk their shit back and not supporting the, the impeachment to keep Trump from coming in power again because the motherfucker already told us he's coming back in some shape or form his mm. words i quote we need to make sure that does not happen yeah it's already happening because eric is running for office <laughs> did y'all know that did you know that eric is running for office i believe down in florida the where the swamp man. is and the devil <laughs> so yeah i'm sorry there. but man um I'm really hoping because they're saying they need 17 <clears throat> votes from the Republican side to successfully get this impeachment done. Mm. Mitch McConnell was playing ball. And then, of course, he switched up. So duck face bitch. I am so sick of him. <laughs> the turkey neck. Mitch I'm so sick of freaking yeah. this turkey neck fuck face. But he at first he was in, in support and now he's backtracking and he basically told them good luck with that getting 17 at least 17 of the republicans (laughs) out of 197 of them i think 17 you can't get 17 you can't get seven not 17 of y'all didn't think this nigga yeah um created um had a get it out maria so 17 of y'all don't think that he would uh perform the treasonous act on the sixth Y'all don't think he incited any of this. Y'all don't think he had any hands in this? Not 17 of y'all? He definitely did. He he definitely tried to kill us. He tried to kill us. (laughs) He tried to kill some of (laughs) y'all. That's the crazy shit. And my boy, uh, what's his name? Pence? Yeah. He tried to kill his own homeboy. Like It was like watching... um, What's that movie with um, Wesley Snipes? um, When he played Nino Brown? Oh, and he killed this his right hand man. Yeah. Oh shit. Why well, can't I, I see? I hear about that movie all the time. D night. No, it's not D night. No. Um. Uh, gosh, what is his damn name? New Jack City. Yes, New Jack City. That's what it felt like. <laughs> <laughs> Nino had to take his boy out. Like I don't know, but y'all stay tuned and and watch this shit show. I even saw a report that the FBI was saying that they didn't feel like they made um. Um, um, charge eight hundred people. Yeah, I heard about that today. Like they, they, they're considering not doing that. Fuck is wrong with them? Don't but get me started. That's the thing. It's <laughs> like, it, and we we can move off after I say this. But the thing is, if they do not do anything, if they don't bring the hammer down and show that they're not fucking around, 
this is going to happen again. Yes, it is. And it might be this year. Because <laughs> yep. they already online crying and saying all of these crazy mm-hmm. things and they're still inciting each other. Yeah. They're still recruiting. They're, they're, still, they're still planning. Emotional. Yes. So I'm like, yo, if y'all don't bring the hammer down, not only do does that send a message to white supremacists in this country that these types of things can happen and ain't shit gonna happen to us, it also says something to our enemies mm-hmm. who's sitting around on bombs right now ready to get out mm-hmm. our asses. <laughs> so, okay, y'all play these games if you want to. Uh, one more update. Um, announced earlier today, Biden is going to be moving forward with putting Harriet Tubman on the twenty dollar bill. Now, this was brought back in twenty sixteen by uh, Barack Obama, and he said he was trying to do that. And then in twenty nineteen, Trump said that he was going to have to delay the process of that because he he said there were some technical issues, and I'm doing that in quotes. He just didn't want to do it. But Biden said he's going to move forward with it. So, you know, look forward to, I'm not sure when it's going to happen, but they're moving forward with the process. So look forward to seeing Harriet Tubman on a $20 bill, you know, because representation matters. And then one more update that I forgot to do for easy day updates that um, I didn't talk about. Something that we uh, just started doing. Um, I know we shot, mm-hmm. a, we shot a promo for it uh, last week. And if you saw our Instagram page is on there. Uh, yo, Listen fam on IG, by the way. Um, but we're doing promo for your your films. If you have a film that you're trying to get promo for on the podcast, mm-hmm. you can hit us up to do that. And the prices are fifteen for for a fifteen second uh, promo is twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. For a thirty second one is fifty dollars, and then for sixty seconds or four minute is a hundred dollars. So you can mm-hmm. reach out to us either on our Instagram page, Ayo Listen Fam, on our Facebook page, Ayo Listen to the Fam Podcast, or you can email us at Ayo L T T F pod at gmail.com that's a-o-l-t-t-f pod or podcast actually pod you know what just just go to ig (laughs) (laughs) until i get this email together yeah yeah. go to uh let me see because i'm gonna look it up right now matter of fact when i'm talking to y'all so i yeah a-o-l-t-t-f podcast at gmail.com yeah my bad (laughs) um so yeah that's the updates and let's go ahead and get into our hot topics for the week uh, the first one up is, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we got our new president, 46. And we're going to call yeah. him President Joseph R. Biden and Vice President. Nah, call that nigga middle name. What's the R stand for? Robert? <laughs> Robinette. Oh, Robinette. I did, Robinette. Not, I did not know that. I need answers. <laughs> what the hell is a Robinette? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. so funny. <laughs> Where he said, I... Joseph Robinette Biden. I said Robinette. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm childish. Uh, you know. I just, <laughs> and, and, and and Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. It's just you know I, we I just feel like we all can breathe a little easier now because we don't have Trump in the White House in command. Um, he's still mm. out there, but he's at least not. In command in the White House. Uh, we'll move on to the next topic, and I, I, we promise this is not a political show, but it just seems like a lot of stuff happens in politics that we've just been talking about hey. for the past few weeks. So now we're going to move on to talk about Trump pardoning people. Um, Trump has pardoned 143 people on his last night in office. That Tuesday night, it was late Tuesday night, and he said, you know what, I'm still the president for a few more hours. Let me go ahead and do something. <laughs> so he went and pardoned some people, and some of them he could have just really kept in there. Like He pardoned mm-hmm. people like Lil Wayne. Kodak mm-hmm. Black mm-hmm. and uh, what was it White House strategist Stephen K. Bannon? 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, the former mayor of Detroit, Kwame Kilpatrick, who I mm-hmm. heard was very bad, and he was serving like a 28-year prison bid, and he only did seven years so far. So, I mean, he got out. He also released a police officer that used her dogs to abuse black men. See, he, he just... released a... so he did that shit intent. Yeah. Like y'all don't understand that nigga was the spawn of Satan. Yeah. Like everybody's keep talking about, oh, the Antichrist. Like that is the Antichrist family. If the Antichrist ain't here, it's coming from that nigga loins. Well, like, he's he, coming from his bloodline. Trust me. He didn't pardon his family or himself. That's one thing he didn't do. But how uh, you gonna pardon yourself and your family when y'all <laughs> haven't been officially charged yet? Right. Like you can't put the 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 uh, cart before the horse. True. Uh, one person that is really upset because they thought they were going to get <laughs> pardoned and did not is Joe Exotic from uh, Tiger Nigga! King. This man had his outfit and everything ready. No. Joe Exotic, first of all, is the most extra human being <laughs> that God has ever created. <laughs> that nigga had a whole stretch limo. Yeah, he was. A makeup artist, a hairstylist, waiting at the gate. Only, like- <laughs> only to find out you're not on the list. Sorry. <laughs> How embarrassing is that? <laughs> His freaking lawyer did a whole goddamn oh, yeah. press conference. I, I'm actually kind of mad because I wanted Joe to get out. Me? I did I, too. I, I want more season of Tiger King. Yo, I'll take Joe. Y'all can take Kodak ass yeah, yeah, back. Please, yeah, Kodak, because he's going to be right back in there. You might as well keep him in there. He has another charge jo- pending, yeah, so he uh, is yeah, going back yeah, in. Yeah, so it's, it's like, what's the point? For rape. Yeah, so what's the so point yeah, of him taking him out? Woman. Yeah, that was stupid. But I think he was, it was a, it was Trump's way of a middle finger to mm-hmm. whoever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I don't he don't give a damn about no Kodak <laughs> Black. No. Please. That was strategic. <laughs> yeah. But I want Joe out of there. Yeah, so do I. I want Joe out so of there. So he can come out and do some interviews about Tiger King. <laughs> and get uh what's the name? Carol, Carol Baskin, Baskin up in there. Carol Baskin <laughs> asked somebody she was so happy he didn't I would love to see them two just in the room together. Just Child, going back please. And forth. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Joe said he was too gay and too innocent. That's why he didn't get the part. <laughs> he didn't say he was too gay and too innocent. Too flamboyant. <laughs> oh, but uh, just a little update. Uh, so now he's prepared. Preparing to pivot towards the Biden administration oh, again. All right, couldn't party. get in. Let me try to get y'all. Yo, man, y'all let that. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Let them out, Joe. We need, we need another season. Uh, well, let's move on to this next topic. Uh, and Maria, I, I told you I had put this down as your topic because you had brought it up. Or oh, you want, you want to go to this next topic and then come back to you? Oh, we can, we can go you ahead ready? and all talk right. about it. All um, right, so Maria, you got your next topic about Trey songs. So. <laughs> All right, so if you haven't heard, uh, Trey Songs, aka Trigger, got into a small altercation. Yeah. <laughs> got into a small altercation at the Kansas, um, Kansas City Chiefs. Right? Yeah, Kansas Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs uh, game. So from what I gather, Trey was at the game and. Well, I've heard two different stories. So the first story that's cir- circling now is saying that Trey was at the game and he was asked to put on a mask and he refused. And the officer, I guess, tried to remove him or arrest him and it turned into a physical altercation. Mm-hmm. Then the other part I heard was um, he was being hackled by some fans that were sitting behind him. I, didn't hear that. I heard that first one. Though. And he 
um, I guess cussed him out, told him to fuck off or whatever. And then the police came over and then they got into it. So I don't know. Um, but I'm going to lean more towards the first one because that's what most of the um, media outlets are reporting, saying mm. that it was over a, a, fat, a, a, a face mask. Okay, so here's the problem. Number one, we're the fuck outside mm-hmm. in an arena. Yeah. And based off of the way it looked like he was sitting, he was sitting with his people. So if he was sitting there with no mask on and <laughs> like, and I mean, you know what I'm saying? And then secondly, I do not understand how you being asked to put on a mask leads to your ass being in, in a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> they said, but uh, but witnesses are saying that the officer was the aggressor and he was the one in the wrong. So mm-hmm. Trey Songs was um, arrested and charged with, um, I'm sorry, hold on guys. <clears throat> He was arrested and charged with um, resisting arrest and um, trespassing. Mm. Don't know where the trespassing charge came from because he was at a game. But this is when this is when, you know, the police or the person that the the officer he was dealing with at the time, they were being petty. Yeah, because they try to find every little tiny little charge they can find to pin on you to try to make things stick. So they try to f- like find all these little different mm-hmm. nuances. Just like with, if you um, ever talk to a drug dealer and um, they've been arrested or whatever, and you ask them what it will, they got caught with narcotics, right? So it's the intent to sell, right? Mm-hmm. But it turns into um, you was in a fucking school zone. You didn't have on a seat belt. <laughs> you fucking read a red light. Like, they get real fucking petty like that. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that they were being petty with him because it's like, how are you trespassing at a public game? Right. And I'm pretty sure he paid to get in there. Right? Mm -hmm. So, anyway, but Trey Songz has since been released because I was a little nervous. They released this quote-unquote mugshot of Trey. Mm. I'm going to show you in just a second here. <clears throat> he was actually sitting on a bench looking like he was saying, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, what they're saying. It does look like that. It's his, um, it's his um, mugshot. Uh, he probably refused mm-hmm. thinking that, you know, I was wrongly arrested and I was wrongly put in this situation. So I'm not, you know, posing for no goddamn picture. But they have him arrested sitting on what looks like a bench, leaning up against a white wall. This picture reminded me of the, remember the young lady that got murdered while she was in police custody? The black lady? Sandra Bland. Sandra Bland. That, that's what this picture reminded me of. Because remember they took a picture of her and she was already fucking dead. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gave me a little bit of chills and I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous because I don't, you know, I'm not going to act like I'm some huge Trey Songs fan or whatever, but he's still my brother. He's still a part of my community and mm-hmm. I still respect him as a um, entertainer and musician. And I definitely don't want to see him get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. By sticking up for himself. So, um, yeah, so he is, he has since been released. Um, he flew home today 
And I don't know what the deets are, um, what's going to happen after this. I'm pretty sure he's going to fight the charges. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, you know, he's another VA brother. You know, I'm from VA. So, okay. Him, Chris Brown, Missy. Okay. Timberland, for real. Wait, Timberland's from VA? Mm-hmm. Timberland I didn't Missy. realize he was from VA. Yeah. That's what's up. You know, some great people come out of VA. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is uh-huh. true. VA got a nice roster. You didn't even say, um, what's the name with the braids? The rapper. The mm-hmm. one that ate up Drake that year. Gosh, I can't, I can't think of nobody. A rapper that name. ate up Drake. Remember Drake. they had a beef. And it was going back and forth. And he ate Drake's Meek, ass I'm thinking up. about Meek Mill, but he didn't eat it. Nah, it was after the Meek Mill beef. Damn, I don't even know who you're talking about. Because remember we found out Drake had a son because of this beef? Oh, Pusha T, yeah. Yeah. The, the, clip, <laughs> yeah, the, clip, the, clip, the clip's there from uh, VA as well. Yeah, he's yeah. he's from the VA, and he's a dope lyricist. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. yo, he bodied this guy. He did, he did. <laughs> yeah, I forgot all about him. Yes, yeah, another. I will never forget that, because that's how we found out about Adonis. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a couple more topics to talk about. Then we'll get into some trailers. Okay. So this next one is uh, this versus that finally happened, which I did not watch. This is the first. No, actually, it's not the first. One. I was about to lie because I didn't watch the uh, too too short and uh, e forty one either. Mm-hmm. But this is the first the the first one for women that I hadn't watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I well, I won't say I didn't watch. I came in and out, and I I really watched probably like five minutes total. But when I peeped in. I saw Shanti there singing to the DJ and I saw an empty chair on the bottom half of my screen because yeah. Keisha Cole was uh, you know, out doing deliveries for uh, her Postmates <laughs> I, with her fish plates. She was out here selling fish plates so she had to do her business first before she came oh in and handled that business. You know, because she's, st- she's still selling fish plates. So she had to sell some fish plates. If y'all wonder why she was late, she was, you know, the traffic was backed up in LA. You know, you know, LA traffic is hell and she had to get them fish plates out there. Yeah, I know a lot of people said, damn, how long it take you to move from one room of your house to the next room? She was on the street selling fish plates. She had to get her car from traveling Keisha to Ellen. Keisha said she was there. Yeah, she she said she was there, but I know what she was doing. You were late because your fish place was out there. You, you, you were trying to get back to the house. Now, she was acting like a fucking diva. And that's why I heard she had a nasty attitude. Uh, Shanti was just looking like a, a just a, a whole just, snack. like caramel. Just, <laughs> just melt in my mouth. Oh yeah. Lord, Jesus! She still, she still look good. She's never not look good to me. She still. I think she's a beautiful woman. I'm like, what are you doing? What's your workout plan? Kanye Honestly, workout plan? I just don't see the matchup. I didn't see I it. Did, yeah, I didn't see it. I don't know. It was. It that was wasn't just a good wasn't. It wasn't a good matchup for me. But they did have some good numbers. They put some good numbers up. Um, but Keisha said she was there the whole time, but she was having technical difficulties on her end and. Her DJ was like, she's a perfectionist, so she wouldn't get started because of, um, yeah, Keisha could have kept her ass where she was. Like, yeah. well, one, well, was, I did see some clips circulating. And one clip for me, they had me like, uh oh, so I'm gonna go ahead and play this clip for y'all. <laughs> we gonna come back and talk about it. So listen to this clip right here. KC, can you oh, hear me? Wait a minute. Yeah, so I get to start it off. No, you just started. <laughs> no, 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 no! I didn't start. I didn't start. Let's go into yes, that. You did. um Didn't you go with? Uh, I should have cheated. Yeah. You started first. That's why I'm about to start again. No, you're not. <laughs> okay, let's play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to start again. Um, 
Yo, Shanti was <laughs> she was not having it. <laughs> and this was after they came back because you know they take a break yeah. after like the first they do 20, uh, 20 rounds. So this was after the tenth round. So they came back and Keisha was trying to start, but she had already finished. So mm-hmm. it was it was Ashanti's turn. Yeah. <laughs> and Ashanti ain't no punk, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I thought Keisha was going to have to go back and forth throughout the screen, but she, she calmed down. Keisha asked. Only thing I want, I, I saw, well, I, po- I peeped in to see, they was like, oh, shit, she got OJ, OT Genesis there. So mm-hmm. I looked and he was there, yeah, whatever. Yeah, she did. I was just like, oh, okay, that's cute. And then <laughs> some people that came to the room, um, Bow Wow, when Keisha hadn't got there yet, he was like, damn, she was, she was never this late when she was coming to see me. Because, you know, he used to date her at one point. <laughs> wow. And then Swiss Beast even came in and said, this is very disrespectful, man. I can't lie. Yep. And it's just like, you just see the 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 picture of Ashanti there and then <laughs> Keisha's chair just empty, just, just sitting there like, Mm-hmm. People said they had some uh, baby shower chairs there. Ooh, <laughs> it was just I don't know. Um, Ashanti definitely. I think she was way more professional. Yeah, she was. Um, she she had bangers. She looked good. Um, and Keisha just made herself look stupid. And yeah. then um, there was pictures surfacing around that they were trying to say Keisha was high and drunk. Yeah, and she came out and addressed that too. They were saying. Yeah, because there was a picture, um, and it was two bags of coke oh, behind shit. her. <laughs> while, like in the pic- like yeah. she was taking a picture, and the table was behind her. And it was like mm-hmm. you could see the it would look like bags of coke on the table. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, I don't think this bitch would be that messy. Not on. I hope she wouldn't be. <laughs> like, bitch, we could see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but they said she was that Keisha was getting up while like Ashanti songs were playing. She would just like get up and go to the kitchen or whatever. <laughs> Get some a drink, <laughs> just walk. Yeah, you know you're supposed to be there. I think I her. think she was on something. Um, she said she wasn't, but yeah, I, I don't. Everybody know. trying to hit that shit because you really was doing all of that because you think your sound and your visuals wasn't right, and then after it was dealt with, you still came with a shitty attitude, and yeah. you kept that shitty attitude the whole time, from my understanding. I think they said towards the end. Well, that's what she said towards the end. She got better because she, she said she was nervous at first. I didn't watch it. I couldn't tell you. From what I hear, it sounded like she had a bad attitude. She said it was nerves. Well, if your if your nerves are you having a nasty ass attitude, then you need to do something about your nerves. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know anybody that gets nervous and just start being real stink towards people. Yeah, that sounds very cokeish. <laughs> that's what cokeheads do. <laughs> okay, because uh, nerves doesn't translate into bitch. Like uh, yeah. Nerves translate into, um, you know, being timid, being shy or whatever. I don't know. So but. people are saying Ashanti won. Some people say Keisha Cole won. I don't know who won. And Neither then, one of them bitches won in my book because y'all <laughs> weren't even supposed to be battling each other. Well, <laughs> Ashanti won in my book because she just looked so good. Um, Tim she Lynn, won just for being professional and, and, and professional, being there yeah. and showing up like she should have shown up. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Lynn and Swiss B said the next one is going to be a big one. I don't know who it's going to be. Some people are saying it's going to be Lil' Kim and Foxy because... It's been rumored that they have signed paperwork to do that. So, 
We'll see. I heard rumor. What's that? That um, about who they they trying to get to do it. Who is that? So they want to do something like a um, what you call them? Just like a a hologram, a hologram. Oh, I heard about that one. Yeah. Yeah. So they want to do the um, Tupac and Biggie. Yeah, let's, let's leave that alone. Let's leave that alone. Now, I mean, it'll holiday. be a nice little listen, like a little. I mean, like... we don't need no holograms. Come on, y'all can't even get the daggone Wi Fi <laughs> stuff right. No, no, no. Let's not try to get too technical now. Let's... That's hilarious. <laughs> but see, they could get in one room with that because you don't really need. You don't, true. Because they ain't got no entourage <laughs> to accommodate. Like, it's just the, hol- the hologram. But I mean, you can't, you know, the whole thing with the verses is you want to hear people talk about the stories of how the song came to be or where they were at at that time. You can't have somebody doing that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So they, all they're going to do is just, all, all the people, the holograms do is perform the lyrics to the song. If you try, they can't even ad lib unless it's part of that song. Yo, I want I want Jay Z and Nas. I know that, that yeah, shit that, that never happened because Jay Z fucking diva ass. I really want. I, my, here's my dream one: Fifty Cent and Ja Rule. Nigga, I know yes. they would never do it, but <laughs> what I say, I will motherfucking shade that Fifty Cent. Make sure <laughs> I have front row seats. That one I gotta watch on TV. I'm, I mean, no, I want to watch phone. in person. <laughs> I want to be. In I don't the know. There might be some shots. I might have to stay. Nah, I know. Listen, listen. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this me on yeah. the front row, like yo. Because Fifty said he would never do anything with Ja Rule. I mean, Brandy I said. I mean, Monica said she'd never do anything with Brandy, but it happened. But I just their beef was worse than worse than Brandy and Monica. So, well, it's only worse <clears throat> because Fifty Cent is a child. Well, no, Ja Rule got Fifty Cent like shot. So I mean, rightfully so. <laughs> he fucked his career. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Because after he started picking on Jeffrey, like, who was really spinning Jeffrey's music he like really, that? Yeah, and and Jeffrey insane. helped him. I ain't going to say that because Jeffrey was playing himself um, in the industry, too. Because I don't know if y'all remember. It was um, Bobby Brown and, and, and Ja Rule had a song together. Oh, yeah. And they did a video. And both the so niggas. Was it Thug Loving or something like I don't even remember. I All know I remember. You're getting bored. <laughs> Dealing I with Jaru and Bobby Mouth was twisted like yeah, shit because yeah. they were so high. I was like, "What is going on here?" Because I'm like, on top of that roof. <laughs> <laughs> it was like at nighttime. <laughs> I remember the video. I remember sitting on one of exactly. Park. <laughs> After that, we hit shit up from Jaru. It was like, "Nigga, sit your ass down." I can't even believe y'all put this out. Like. Bobby's mouth was on the side of his yeah. face because he was rolling so bad. They yeah, was doing, you could tell they was doing east. like mollies or some <laughs> shit. It was crazy. And freaking Ja Rule mouth was twisted and eyes looking crazy. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, look what 50 has brand this man to. Man. Okay. And then one last time we got, um, this is Danny Lay and this Yellow Bone song that has been taking over. <sighs> um, this whole colorism thing we got to talk about. Um, so Danny Lee, if you don't know, she has a song Easy, uh, most known remix with Chris Brown, that song Easy, and then she's a choreographer, and she choreographed the song for uh, rapper the baby song uh, Bop, and now they're dating each other, and his baby mother is a brown-skinned woman, and now he's dating a light-skinned, uh, or a yellow bone, as you say, um, Danny Lay, mm-hmm. and so... She made this song for her Trilla. It's an app called Trilla. If you haven't heard of the app, it's like it's kind of like TikTok, but it came out first. 
Mm-hmm. And so she said she made this song and she didn't even put it out. It was just just for her to put it on her Triller video. Uh, it's called Yellow Bone. And she was saying that's what he, the song says something to the effect of that's what he likes. He said he likes Yellow Bones, um, referring to the baby. Mm-hmm. And apparently he doesn't like Yellow Bones only because his baby mother was a brown skinned woman. Unless that's how two. He, two. So two, that's right. Two baby. He does have two baby mothers. And um, they both brown skin. And they skin. both brown skin. Um, so unless it's like when you get on, now you want to get with a lighter girl. Um, but anyway, she was kind of like, new. yeah. So she was kind of praising, um, her skin tone, which you don't have to do, because light. We all we already know the light skinned people. Uh, even though I hate to say light skinned people, they 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 they're the one that people uh are see as desirable for the black people, mm-hmm. uh, or white people see light skinned people as a desirable black person, the, the desirable nigga. So um, basically, it's called light skin privilege. Yeah, and so she came out with the song, and then she came and tried to put out an apology out, and the apology was just as bad as the song I had, which I haven't haven't heard the song, but I heard the song was bad. Um, it is bad, <laughs> and um, so she came over with an apology, and you know, you know, y'all, y'all just give y'all thoughts. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and play a clip of the um, the apology because it seemed like she did more damage. But y'all let us know what y'all think. So here's the clip. And I just wanted to address um, what's going on with me right now. Um, I think it's super important because I definitely feel misunderstood. Like I feel like my song "Yellow Bone" is what. He- he want got the world raffled into thinking I said that's what the world wants like no like I just speaking on my man that's what he wants that's what he has like when I make music I'm in the studio vibing turning up happy as fuck like I'm just making music it was cool like it was just to turn me up real quick that's how I make music like it wasn't really meant to be something that people took so deeply and i understand like colorism is a real thing and i guess you could say i wasn't as knowledgeable in that topic but i wasn't thinking so deeply into it when i was making this song and it's like also i see a lot of brown skin women making music about their skin types and it's like why can i like you see me i'm light skin i consider myself yellow bone i just let's stop right there for a second she said that she sees brown skin people making songs when brown skinned pe- women make songs, it's to uplift them because they're always seen as the bottom of the barrel. They're not seen as the desirable people. Exactly. So that's like, why they make these songs. I, that was the thing um, that was irritating because it was like she kept trying to use that as a reference strictly because she heard Charlemagne talk about mm-hmm. it on a fucking breakfast club. Let's talk mm-hmm. about it. Then she tried tried to use that as a point, but it was a light skinned woman who made brown skinned girls. Right. So she saw she knows there's, there's a colorism problem going on and she was trying to make something to uplift the brown skinned girls. That you exactly there's no song that's needed to uplift light skinned women. You don't need, is, a yellow don't need it. And we don't need it. And then <laughs> but the way the way she's trying to frame it up is like, yo, bitch, we know you are taking shots. You talking about your man? Your man has two dark skinned baby mamas. And she's taking shots. She's taking shots at them. Dark skinned daughters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you was trying to, you know, it wasn't an uplift. No, it wasn't at all. Even it, I don't think people would have taken it that way if it was about, you know, um, <clears throat> like, I don't know, some kind of uplifting way that I don't know, whatever the fuck light skinned people go through. But mm. like, you know, something to that effect. Yeah. But your lyrics basically was saying, I'm what he wants. 
Think uh, about that. I'm the desirable woman that he wants. Exactly. That message right there hits brown skin girls yeah. ears totally different because we are constantly not having just girl, to prove. girls too. Because I was told one time, <laughs> I was told that I was good looking for a brown, uh, a dark skin or brown skin guy. I was like, first wow. of all, I'm good. I said I'm good looking. Period. First of all, okay. <laughs> so don't try to belittle me because I'm, right. I'm good looking. Period. Is not, I love my, I love my chocolate skin. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to be light skin. I, I mean, I, I've heard that too. You and know, it's crazy. and it's just. Like, I don't know. I think she's tone deaf. Yeah. In in this moment, I think she's still not getting it. Um, and even if you're talking about your man, she she in 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 her apology, she says, "How can I be racist or yeah, colorist?" Yeah, we'll get to that because I'm I'm gonna play some more of this so you can hear the rest of what she said. Um, I don't want to hear all this bitch got to say. That okay, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll stop it, but we're gonna get to that that part. That's my definition of it. That's just how I felt at the time. It wasn't even a song I released. I just made a trailer. I was wearing all yellow. I had yellow hair. I was like, ooh, it's cute. Let me make a trailer real quick. I didn't think it was going to blow over like that at all. And then to call me a colorist, to call me a racist, is like, yo, how? I'm dating a whole chocolate man. I have beautiful melanin friends. Like It's like, y'all really took it there when it's like, nah, like, let's... <laughs> Let's stop it there. That's we, that's all we're gonna hear. She said that she has a beautiful chocolate man. She has beautiful melanin friend. That's like a white person saying, "I'm not racist. My, my neighbor's black. I have I have a black friend. <laughs> you have a black daughter. <laughs> yeah. But the fact of the matter is, you talking about I'm dating a whole chocolate man. Yeah. You saw she paused. She was about to yeah. say a whole nigga. And then you didn't even acknowledge that he has a whole brown children. Mm-hmm. Now. This is the thing that I find annoying with these new age hoes. <laughs> if oh. you got a problem with me saying it, come <laughs> see me, nigga, because I'm with the shits. Oh. But this is what bothers me. When you are dating a man that has children and you don't acknowledge them, that's a fucking problem. And some niggas are so stupid and so caught up in getting ass and caught up in you know um the relationship that they don't see that when i if i date a guy you have children and we we like that Mm -hmm. those are my children so like i found the problem with the fact that i'm dating a whole chocolate man who has chocolate daughters bitch (laughs) that's the that's why you wanted to fire in the first place You, you and you still didn't even acknowledge the fact that he has daughters right you ain't even gotta acknowledge their mothers that's fine. But they're still an extension of him, mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. And I see that all the time on the internet, especially these girls, um, 25 and younger, who's always dating a guy with other kids. And they're always coming in with this disrespectful ass energy where they're trying to separate, mm-hmm. like cause division. Like I'm over here. So he over here with me, bitch. He has children. So you still have to equate that into the, 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 the whole thing mess of it all you know what i'm saying so me personally i'm offended because you try to make it seem like it was something that is not trying to make it seem like it's personal to you but again you are dating a chocolate man that has chocolate girls like fuck the baby mamas you ain't even Mm -hmm. gotta care about their feelings that's not the point the point is he has daughters Mm -hmm. and i don't like that I, I, yeah. I'm not here for it at and all. And he loves his daughter. Like, he's his daughter. He's always putting them on uh, live and everything. He loves So, his why you ain't giving the same energy if that's your man? <laughs> you feel me? Like, yeah. 
your brown baby's like, okay, they probably won't be cool with you posting they they ch- their kids or whatever, but I would be speaking as lovely about them as well. Right, because they're going to grow up and see this at one point. So it's like, what I it, got and y'all both like not friends. even gonna last. So when they grow up and see this, you probably not even gonna be with. Bitch, the who baby is your PR? Because <laughs> if, if you have one, they need to be fired. Well, she when the song came out and then she got so much backlash, she took a, a break from social media and then she came back uh, to Twitter just to give this apology, this half-ass apology. Who told you to do that? <laughs> who the fuck is managing no, you, you? That's the thing. These people now, they just want to. You know, they don't care what PR says. They're gonna do what they want to do. So. Well, maybe y'all should start caring because those that's how your fucking bag gets um, messed yeah. up. So now they're talking about cancel Danny Lay. Um, my advice, just take a break, girl, and go read a book or two on colorism and racism and understand that you do have privilege being light-skinned. And stop um, trying to make yourself a black woman, bitch. You're not you that, a black yeah, woman. Yeah, you're not even black. So if you, technically, you can't even be a yellow bone because you're not exactly, black. Exactly, young. Everybody <laughs> want to be black till but, it's time to be black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that made me that made me uh, think about that video that's been cir- recirculating uh, recently with Rick Ross and uh, these the two artists that were uh, yeah, performing, and it was light skinned girl, just Britney, and the dark skinned girl. I can't remember her name, but they were both performing the same. Uh, they were performing to the same beat, mm-hmm. and so just Britney, just her voice was just terrible on the song, and the darker skinned girl, her hair was more you know more natural, and of course the skin was browner, and her voice was way better. Way better. It was very melodic. And and yeah, it was. And it was just like you heard her sing and you knew that song was just right. That that beat was right for her. And you just know that Rick Ross gonna be like, Okay, yeah, you sounded better. But because just Britney was light skinned, he was vibing to her song. He had and the said, big butt. Because yeah. the dark skinned girl, not yeah. only was she dark skinned, she had a natural body. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have a huge, ridiculous yeah. butt and titties and hips. She looked like yeah. a regular girl. And when they said that, you know, she sounded better on it. When he, when Rick Ross said that she, that just Britney sounded better on the song, I was like, nigga, what were you listening to? I at that moment, I was seriously disappointed because I've met Rick, Rick Ross before, and maybe he was putting on, but he seemed like such a like down to earth, very nice he guy. Must, he must have been on something that day because I'm like, there's no way you, everybody in the room, can know that she sounded worse than this other girl, and you're talking worse. about she sounded better. Completely, without, yeah. better because it's she's better. more desirable in your eyes, or better because her Basically, voice is better. Because I feel like he he gets he want to work with artists that because I've heard him that say he this fuck, before yeah. that he can fuck. Yeah. So he was like, um, because it was a female artist that he didn't sign because he was like, nah, because I know I'll fuck you or I try to fuck yeah, you or yeah. whatever. So he and that's all that shit was. He wasn't in there looking for talent. He was in there thinking with his dick instead of like really opening up his ear. So that was really unfortunate. Yeah, that, I lost some respect with that. But but FYI, because that thing surfaced and it went around, uh, that girl started getting clout. Oh, that's People good. People starting to reach out to that's her good. and stuff like that because she can actually she sing. She really can sing, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's move on to some trailers. Right, our first trailer up is Godzilla vs. King. The new trailer just dropped this past weekend. So um, we're going to go ahead and talk about it. The film drops on March 22nd. It is a Warner Brothers film. That means it's going to be dropping in theaters and on HBO Max. For the first 30 days. Mm-hmm. Um, the synopsis is. It's the, the epic next chapter. In the cinematic monster verse. Pits two of the greatest icons. In motion picture history. Against one another. The fearsome Godzilla. And the mighty Kong. With humanity. Caught in the balance. Uh, so it's showing that Godzilla. Is the villain. Pretty much in this film. And King Kong. Is going to be the hero. Um, because Godzilla. Is coming through. And wreaking havoc. On the city. State. Whatever. And uh, Kong. Is trying to protect it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I did notice in the in the trailer is that in previous films, uh, I'm not sure of all of them, but I know in the, at least the one that the, the Godzilla film that came out in the '90s, mm-hmm. um, Godzilla was a female, and in this one they refer to Godzilla as male. And I think the more the the recent ones that came out uh, a couple of years ago, he was also male. So I'm just like, I don't know mm-hmm. if Godzilla's supposed to be a man or I mean a female or a male, but in this one it's a male as well. So. I, that stood out to me because I know when the one that came out in the 90s, she was laying a lot of eggs and had some other little babies mm-hmm. uh, going throughout the city. Um, And then um, another thing I noticed that you can tell this film had a very big budget uh, because it was mm-hmm. <laughs> to get Godzilla like that and King Kong like that. I mean, to fight each other, that it looks way different than it did for the film back in the 60s. When it was black and white, because it just in the back then it just looked real cheap. But I mean, you know, technology was what it was back then. But now it's like this is it to me. I'm not really into films like that, these type of films. But I want to see it because of the fact that it just looks so. It just looks so good. The technology just looks so good. So I just, I just, yeah, just want to see it. The special effects looks yeah. great on it. They definitely did a good job in that. Yeah. But I won't be watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I got HBO Max, and I'm using that shit since I'm paying for it. <laughs> I know that's Every right. movie that drops with Warner Brothers, I'm checking it out. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, that's right. Uh, but again, that's going to be dropping on March the 26th on HBO Max and the theaters. Go ahead and get HBO Max, y'all. I'm telling you, it's, it's a good investment. It, it is. I haven't bought my. I'm, I'm I'm bumming off of somebody. Hey, listen, get out how you can. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't say you had to buy. I'm just saying get it. But yeah, it's it's definitely because um. There's a show called The Big Bang Theory that I love. Oh, okay. um, oh you like that show? Yes. And they had a spinoff called Young Sheldon. Okay, I heard of that too. So I'll be watching Young Sheldon. I, I watch Young Sheldon more than I watch The Big Bang Theory. I just, I never got into those shows. I've seen them before. Like just, they'll be on the TV like when I'm walking by and I'm just like. Bro, did you know Regina King had a recurring role on um, Big Bang Theory? Really? Yeah. I she was. Um, she came on probably around season eight. And she was the um the I think she was like the the career counselor or something mm. at at the at the college. I yep. didn't know the main characters were getting like a million dollars an episode for like the past few seasons. That it yeah, was on the last year. I think their budget exceeded the um, Friends. Friends. Yeah, yeah. It and was Friends, like the new Friends. Friends is in, in talks to do a reboot or some kind of reunion special. Um, I saw something about that earlier, but yeah, that would be interesting. But I hope they add a black person. That'd be nice. Yeah, that that would be. I would like for the what's the blonde girl name? I forgot her name. You talking about Phoebe? Phoebe. Yeah, I want Lisa Kudrow. Is I think is a real name. Yep. First of all, I love her. She's so fucking funny. But I would I would love to see her date a black guy. (laughs) It would. I mean, I didn't watch the show like that. I mean, but it would be good to see them all. Where they, but before they do that, we got to get the show they ripped off of. Let's get Living Single. Actual yep. reunion episode that would be not just reunion, but actual scripted. Like, I hated the way it ended. Yeah, it was just like I had so many yeah. questions. Like, <laughs> what the hell? What's up with Max? What's up with Kyle? Yeah, because Kyle actually left the show before the season ended. Oh, yeah, because he was uh, he got he got fired. So he was I like he was in the that. beginning. He was he's talked about it in interviews. He's he was in like the first half of the season of the last season, and then mm-hmm. the second half he's not there. Um, so they just had him like he had went to I think Paris or something like that London I think I can't remember where he went he went out the country he just moved out the country mm-hmm. and he talked about that but um, mm. yeah so I want to see that a living single reunion 
Mm-hmm. Um, and this other trailer we got is called Red Woods. It's an indie film. Um, it's going to be dropping on February fifth. It is a horror mystery thriller. Um, and it's going to be dropping February fifth on Blu-ray and on the streaming uh, outlets like Amazon Prime and Vudu. Uh, and it has like well, I'll give the synopsis first. Uh, some urbaners, some urban explorers, set out to capture footage of abandoned houses in the Appalachians backwoods, only to become the unwitting subjects of a much darker video. So it has a feel of like a Blair Witch Project because yeah, so it's a found footage film. Yeah, because a lot of the uh the film is taking place from the, the lens of the explorers' cameras. Um, <clears throat> so uh, it it. It has that gritty look though. Like I, I'm not. I don't have all the terms. Like you know. Like we don't have uh, <laughs> kills here, so I can talk about <laughs> color <laughs> color grading and all that. But it has a really uh dark feel to it, just the way it looks. So it looks like sat- desaturated a little bit. There we go. See, um, I, she got the terms I can't use. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it yeah, it's it's a little desaturated, and that's usually yeah. how they kind of look. I mean, it, it's definitely it look- fitting yeah for that type of film. Yeah. Yeah, but. Um, um, I gotta tell you, <laughs> it's a no for me, bruh. Because based off of the trailer, the way they did it, mm-hmm. I still don't know what the fuck is like what. And I think I want to see it just to figure out what is going on. I mean, I think they shot it well. I think it looks mm-hmm. good, but um, I feel like the storyline gonna be all over the place. Well, if I don't have to pay for it, I'll watch it. But if I have to, rent, you know, pay to rent it. I'll give it about 10. You got 10 minutes to wow me, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I'll give you about 10 damn minutes. I'm going to give you the first act. And if y'all have it together, I'm out. <laughs> so y'all get it together. Okay. Um, But yeah, Redwoods, y'all can check that out February 5th. Um, And then Muted or Rebooted. I got one for you this week. So HBO Max had already said that they're going to be bringing back um, the Batman, the animated series and Batman Beyond to uh, HBO Max all both seasons of each show is up there or mm-hmm. coming up there but now the shows that they're actually going to be doing a or reportedly they're going to be doing a Batman the animated series sequel mm-hmm. uh, so that's in the works uh, if you are a fan of Batman the animated series I know I watched this show a lot when I was a kid um, there may be a sequel coming uh, I don't I don't necessarily need that but what's the name of the show again? Batman the animated series Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good with the okay. original because you know a lot of you know sequels and all that don't really be hitting. So I uh, I agree. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that. So now we can get into our main topic. I know we talked a lot. Yeah. We're gonna get into buddy. our main topic. Let's go ahead and hop into that. Optics Falls is a psycho thriller web series written and directed by Steph Perry and produced by Easy Day Entertainment. The series follows Candace, a young girl whose life has been miserable since the passing of her mother. But things start to change. Starring Mercedes Cooper, Chase Rivers, and Jessica Monroe. Start watching it now on YouTube on the Easy Day Entertainment channel. That's Easy E-A-Z-E Day, D-A-Y, Entertainment, abbreviated E-N-T. All right. Okay, so our main topic is going to be a review of the film. And this film is very, very heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called American Skin. 
and it was written and directed by Nate Parker. You mm-hmm. know him from Birth of a Nation, where he played Nat Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the the scandal they tried to put him through to stop that film from coming out and everything, or, or make him look like a bad person. It was it was a lot, but that film actually came out and it was good and powerful. And this it seemed like he's been doing some a lot of powerful films in uh, mm-hmm. the later half of his career. Um, so the synopsis is a Marine veteran working as a school janitor tries to mend his relationship with his son after a divorce. When his son is killed by a police officer found innocent without standing trial, he takes matters into his own hands. So his runtime is 89 minutes. It's a drama, of course. And it's, um, well, I saw it on Amazon prime video. It's, I think it's on some other streaming outlets as well. Um, not where you can like include it with your plan, but you have to actually pay for it to rent it or buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, it's directed and written by Nat Park. I mean Nate Parker, um, and you know he's known for Birth of a Nation, which came out in 2016. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it was the cinematographer is Kay Madsen, uh, and she did a film Three Way Funk Junction in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, the editors are Matthew Feynman and Billy Weber. Matthew Feynman did The Predator in 2018, which I hadn't seen that. And The Tree of Life uh, in 2011 is what Billy, Billy Weber did. Mm-hmm. It stars Nate Parker, um, Maria's favorite, Omari Hardwick. <laughs> Fuck Omari. <laughs> Theo okay, Rossi so. and uh, Bo Knapp. And the casting director, which I know this casting director because uh, I follow her on Instagram. Tracy Twinkie Byer, a bird actually. Uh, she did casting for Notorious in 2009. She did casting for the Clark Sisters film mm-hmm. um, and for some other, a, a bunch of films like in the 90s. I think it was. Uh, Wait, the, is this Twinkie? Yeah, Twinkie. She did like uh, the best, I think she did casting for The Best Man. Oh, uh, okay. Never a lot mind. of those I films. I thought she was um, somebody else. Never mind. Oh, not. I'm thinking she's a different Twinkie. Not Twinkie from the Clark Sisters. No, not that. Yeah, I was like, wait, Twinkie is no, no, in no. film now? No, no, no. <laughs> no, they just had the same name. Bitch, go uh, talk to your sister. <laughs> How about that? Like, <laughs> uh, and Kelly Knox is also the other casting director, and she did some film called Beckman in tw- uh, last year, twenty twenty. Uh, so yeah, okay. and, we'll, and we'll get to the other people as we get to those categories. But you know how we do with reviews. Mm-hmm. We're reviewing seven key components, and those components are directing, writing, cinematography, editing, acting, set design, and the sound. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll go ahead and take them to the top with the directing. All right. All right. What did you think about Nate's directing? Um, first of all, Nate did a fantastic job. Um, yeah. I think everything pretty much made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the the camera movements. Um, I, I saw the it was a lot of handheld because I know mm-hmm. they were kind of going back between what the students the, the the film students were recording yeah and what the actual i guess audience we'll see. pov would mm-hmm. see and most of the shots were like handheld which kind of makes it gives it a little more intensity mm-hmm. um and it was definitely that man I, I, okay. we'll get to the writing later but excellent right there was wasn't some uh, qu- no, I'm just gonna say the writing when we get to that. I'll I'll say what I gotta say about that. But go ahead. Yeah. So, um, I think we got 
he, first of all, let me say this. It is a difficult thing to direct and act. Yeah. He's done it. Denzel's done it. It is a difficult thing because you're wearing two hats in one moment and you have to equally give them both the same energy or things could go left. And it's like, if you're directing the film, it's okay. Like, it's one thing to direct the film and have like a small role in the film. But when you're directing and you have a lead role. And you are the lead. Like, I'm like, this guy is a freaking beast. (laughs) Like... Oh my God! Um, I, I again, I've always said I feel like Nate Parker, in my opinion, is in the Chadwick yeah. arena. Like yeah. as far as talent and mm-hmm. um and ability, so like Nate is that guy, uh, and he seemed to have found his niche. Yeah, yes, his lane, and he's working the fuck out of it, and I love it. Yeah. Um, I think that um there wasn't like any shots that were like really jarring and things mm-hmm. like that. I like that he um kind of took certain scenarios. The one thing I will the critique I will say is like the transition from them getting the cop, the 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 captain into the car mm-hmm. to them automatically in the precinct that was a little off to me okay that transition because it was like wait i looked up and they was laying everybody down with bullets and i was just like wait a minute we was just in the car (laughs) and like how did that happen so that that kind of threw me for a loop a little bit um but i thought that he Got the most out of everybody, except for that one girl, the, the, the student. She was a little flat to me in certain areas. Mm. But I feel like he pulled out what he needed from the actors as well as himself. Yeah. Um, I feel like he did a great jo- job as far as like, um, like making those moments connect in a real yeah, way. Yeah, I was just about to say, I think he did a great job of making it, it this this feel real. Yes. Um, yes. It was like he made the cops, to those who are in that mindset, mm-hmm. see these people as humans. Mm-hmm. That was the big thing, big takeaway I, taught, I got from it was him making that officer see his son as a human being. Yeah. You know? See him through his eyes. Yeah. Through, through the father's eyes. Yeah. Uh, well, Link was his name. Um, Yeah, I think you hit everything with, with the directing. Um, You know, he did a, an amazing job both directing and acting. Um, Just, just hats off to him. With it. This, this film, honestly, like, when it ended, and I know we'll get to the end later, but when it ended, it just left me just like, I had to sit there for a minute just to just <laughs> just take in what I had just witnessed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that, that makes me lead into the, the writing because there were a lot of quotes in the film that, especially when it got to that mm-hmm. the precinct and what mm-hmm. the inmates were saying, things they said, it was just like, like they really took their time making this film. Because like, I know he wrote it, so he really took his time writing, writing this, this script uh, or the screenplay because there was, there was a quote I want to, we get to it. I know it's in my notes, um, but 
Oh, the white cop said that it's impossible for him to be racist uh, because they have a black captain. Because um, the captain of the of them was black that they kidnapped. Um, and so there was a Muslim prisoner who said, it's like saying I'm not sexist because I married a woman. Um, so it was just like they, everything that the cops were saying, the inmates actually were showing that they had their intelligence and they mm-hmm. had some a rebuttal for everything that the cops were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was something else where the cop, that same cop came back and said that black people are going what they're going through because of how they act and the music that they make. And so another one of the inmates came out and said, well, your your people or your kids buy into those songs that our people make and that we die making and that you all profit, profit off of. And I was just like, it was just like, yo, they really were like just tackling things that we be saying and just white people not trying to hear uh, or some white people. So, yeah, so it was just a bunch of like quotables that or takeaways uh, that you could take away from this film, uh, especially when it came to the point where they got to that precinct. precinct. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just I, I thought that the script was re- written really well. I don't know how long it t- took him to write the script, but like I said, I feel like he took his time with it. Um, and I, w- I wanted to say um, something that he pointed out. First of all, this script either, on IMDb it says 2019. Yeah, that's what I kept saying too. So I'm guessing that's. I don't know if it was had been put out because I saw that it won an award from mm. a um a film festival. Okay. Um, but oh, with that shout out to uh Mike Ray Anderson, a friend of mine. He's one of the producers of this film. I'm in his film uh, Apollo Soul. Uh, mm. uh, it's, he's that's gonna be coming out I think this year or next year. Um, about his life, he was he went to prison and he's out now. He's an actor now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's one of the producers on this film, so shout out to him. Okay, uh, dope. But yeah, the the things that he was saying resonated so well because of just this year alone. Mm-hmm. These last twelve months, it, it's just crazy how much that resonated because the the my favorite. Um, I I can't say it verbatim, so I can't say it's my favorite line, but my favorite dialogue of the film was when he was on FaceTime with his ex-wife and she was like, yo, I know you want justice, but we can't do it this way. We have to do it in peacefully. He was like, why come when it comes to black people? We always got to do shit peacefully. We Mm -hmm. always got to keep taking the licking and keep on fucking taking but when somebody else, he was like, if he said, I'm a, a Marine, they trained me. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. Like we, 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 we go in with force and yeah. we, we retaliate because that's the American way. Mm-hmm. But when black people do it, it's like, oh, y'all wrong. You yeah. can't do this. You can't do that. You have to march a piece. You have to do this. You have to do that. But we see clearly on January 6th when white people get upset. Right. <laughs> they go and cause an insurrection. They cause it. They're doing all. The, they're wreaking havoc. Yeah, we didn't even do a quarter of that this summer, <laughs> and y'all literally murdered people in our faces mm-hmm. in broad daylight. Yeah. So I, I that part right there, boy, that just echoed in my head. Like, mm-hmm. yo, why we always got to be the peaceful ones? It's always we got to keep turning the cheek, keep turning the cheek, while you guys still murdering us but we only we only show up peacefully yeah. but everybody else can raise the hell <laughs> yeah. everybody else can turn up 
people can go get planes and drop bombs on people in Tulsa because they upset because of Tulsa because somebody got their foot stuffed on. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that that part right there was so powerful. And when he said everybody else gets to um, show their rage and act out except black people. And I just kept seeing these white people scaling the walls oh, of yeah. the Capitol. I was like, see, man, yeah. he was on one. He he, he was. Woof. Um, Prophetic. It was one scene where he was on the phone. Well, he was, uh, his his son was in the room video chatting with, I think, his cousin. And his son's name's KJ. He was telling his cousin that he, you know, we're allowed to resist arrest. And so Link, his dad, walked into the room and he's like, you know, what are you doing in here? Whatever. And he's talking about how he's able to resist arrest. And he was like, well, look, when you are stopped by a cop, throw all that shit out the window. Your your whole, your whole main focus is to, to get home safely mm-hmm. back to me. So you do what a cop tells you to do because I want you to come back home to me. And there's something like we can't even really like, even if we know the rules, we, if we try to do what white people do when they get pulled over and tell the cop, I know my rights and all that, they'll shoot us before we can even get out the first right we have. Mm-hmm. But white people, they can tell you the whole book. They can throw the whole book at you, and they mm-hmm. can literally throw a book at you. And you would just be like, "Okay, calm down. You're getting a little, you know, erratic. Just calm mm-hmm. down." And they take you after Burger King or something like that. If they do have to lock you up, <laughs> or if you need to eat and you got you only eat organic food, they'll make sure you get I'm organic tell you, food. Yo, uh, real real quick, real sidebar. Um, this was like a couple, like quite a bit of years ago. This was before CJ was even born, so this is at least ten years ago. And I remember I was in North Raleigh. And I was coming back home from work. Um, mm. I was working security at night because I was in school during okay. the day. So I was coming back and I had like a road rage incident with someone else. They were mm. being the buttholes okay. and I, you know, and they started fucking with me. So they ended up waving a cop down and told them that I was <laughs> driving erratic. So they, they pulled me over and like I had, you know, I was tired and, and frustrated from the situation I was in when they pulled me over. And when I tell you I was acting like a white woman, they before they got to my window, I was like, why the fuck you pulled me over? I was like on <laughs> one that night. I was really on one, guys. And thank God I had a cop that he was a rookie, he was young, white yeah. guy. But he I don't, I think he was still kind of learning the ropes or whatever. Yeah. So he hadn't been tainted yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm out there by myself, <laughs> literally like. On some, I pay your fucking salary type attitude. Oh, yes, really I was on one that <laughs> night. So I'm going off, and he was like, "Well, he was like, listen, somebody told me you was driving erratic, and I was like, listen, did they tell you they did X, Y, and Z? Why the hell you got me pulled over like I'm some common criminal, embarrassing me and my freaking yo? I was going off. <laughs> so then he asked me for my license and registration, and I gave it to him. And I said, and make it quick. Oh, yeah, you really thought you were white that night? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so now, like, I would never, I would never do no shit like that these days. I wouldn't have did that 10 years ago. Like, I was, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, I was just on one that night. And he was just like, okay, ma'am. He was like, he came back to the car, gave me my license registration. He was like, ma'am, just here, just calm down and, and, and just take it easy. I was like, whatever. Snatch yeah, my shit. Yeah. And when I pu- I peeled off, <laughs> like kicked rocks, peeled you off. You lucky you got the cop. You got- <laughs> yes. Like I, like, I deserved every bit of smoke. Like, I was on one that night. But continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where we left off. But that story was inter- interesting. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and get to the cinematography, though. Because, you know, it was a lot of it was, of course, took place in the the, the precinct or city hall, as they called it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. 
there wasn't a shot to me that really stood out um, the most. I will say that everything looked, you know, clean to me. Um, a lot. I, they had a lot of footage, of course, from the the, the camera of the the students or yeah, mm-hmm. the students that were doing the, the filming and whatnot. Um, um, but nothing like stood out to me as like being like, oh wow, this is a, this is a, a powerful shot. I found shot. it weird, like when, like I said, when they first opened up, and it was like freaking spraying the the police station. Oh yeah, it was in black and white, like a like a security camera. Mm-hmm. So that was a little confusing. I was like, is that coming from the students' camera? Or is that coming from inside the building? Uh, I think that was inside. It was probably it was inside, inside yeah. the building, yeah. right? Yeah. So that that kind of like switching back and forth. Um. I found it okay. At first, I don't know. I was like, that's an interesting, you know, way to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. give it a little context and texture. Um, it wasn't the type of film that like needed like these crazy yeah, angles. It didn't. I don't think he focused on that yeah. and I thank God he didn't because it was more about the dialogue, the, yeah, the, the actual story. story than the visual itself mm-hmm. per se. So um I will say, like I said, I like that shot when um, that whole scene when he was talking to his ex-wife and they had shut the phone mm-hmm. down. And um, I like the way they did that. Um, like I said, a lot of it was a lot of handheld shots because it mm-hmm. was supposed to create that tension and to make it seem like somebody was, you know, looking at mm-hmm. them and, 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 and all that stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think they did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So going to the editing, um, we already said who the editors were. Um, as far as I mean, editing really didn't have a lot in this film as, as well, because like you said, it was really just about the story. Mm-hmm. Um, my main thing was the, focusing on the writing and the acting. Yeah. Um, because everything else was just like kind of minor when it came to this type of film. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I was looking. So you know, COVID has me looking at movies different now. I don't know about y'all, but like, I'll be like, oh my God, he's breathing on. <laughs> it be a film from the 90s. I'm like, oh my God, he's Look at all these people me. together. Oh my God, they kissing. Like, <laughs> the L, so, so I'm looking, right, because they're trying to, I don't know when they shot, I'm assuming they must have shot this in 2019. Yeah, they had to. It had to be. Cause I'm like, I was looking at the crowd and stuff. Cause I'm like, I'm trying to figure out like, how are people going to shoot crowds and stuff yeah. like that now that we in, you know, Corona. Um, and- well they have, um, um, cause somebody I was acting when he was, um, doing some acting for black lightning and whatnot. He lives in Atlanta. Um, and so they have like a bubble for the extras. So now they have like extras that are like the only extras they use for this. They use them for several shows, but they have to stay in a bubble and they have like a week on a week off. Um, and on the week off, of course, they have to make sure they're still doing, you know, social distancing and all that. And then when they go there for the week on, they're getting tested um, and they have to stay on that, you know, in that bubble the entire time they're there. Um, so it, I, I guess they're still having extras that are, you know. I know, but like, you know, think about the movie, like. Yeah. Shit, I can't think of a movie right now. Like Godzilla, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like all these people yeah, yeah. that fill in, like how yeah. is. Oh, they just have to digitally add them. Like, if it's a big crowd, you can easily, you know, do that and make it seem like, you know, you got a big crowd of people. When it's, so that's what, yeah. So that's yeah. what I was looking like when when they were doing the protests and mm-hmm. they do the the news scene. I'm talking about for American skin people. I know I'd be bouncing around. Yeah. So in the, there was a scene where um they was outside the courthouse protesting, mm-hmm. and the the 
it looked a little thin. Okay. You know, so that's yeah. how I was like, uh, I wonder when did they shoot this? Because it was, I, they, I saw them strategically trying to make it look like it was a huge, yeah. large crowd because of the way they, they kept it real tight. They mm-hmm. shot it real tight. It like was kind of scanning past random people. But when they kind of, when the lady was doing the, the actual newscast, the white lady, Mm-hmm. If you looked over his shoulder, it was like a quite a bit of gap, like on this <laughs> side, and I was just yeah. like, "Okay, is this pre or after COVID?" But whatever. Yeah. I, I, I want to say it's definitely it was before. Um, but yeah. But I was yeah. in it. Um, my other critique would be, um, I didn't like the way they made Amari look. It was trying to make him look sick. Well, he he had cancer, right? I uh-huh. get that, but. Why come his eyes were pink? Like, <laughs> I don't get, like, it seems like I get, like, when people, you know, trying to make people look sick and yeah. you kind of do the pink thing, but I feel like they, that's what they focused on. Like, they just made him look pink. I'm like, what about him looking pasty? Mm. They had him looking sweaty with pink eyes. Yeah, he eye. was sweaty. He was saying, you know, he had one more round of chemo left and he was like, you know, I'm sure my hair's going to fall out at some point soon. I'm just waiting for that to happen. And, um, so I guess he was at the stage right before like it got even more serious. Yeah, I just didn't buy it. He didn't look sick to me. He's <laughs> the like, whole time yeah. I was looking at him, I just kept thinking about how you feel about him now. And I was just like <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, damn Maria. Yeah, I'm fuck sorry. Amari. <laughs> like some people just don't need Twitter. Like, we don't need to know your dick. Like <laughs> I don't want to know that about you. But now that I know, I just can't I can't digest you the same. Like I, I can't even look at him in anything the same anymore. Exactly. I just didn't like it. Like, fuck you. You could have kept that CISO. Um, um but he's still a good actor. Um uh, Amari knows how to give you tension. Yes. In that moment, like when he was sitting there talking about who he was yeah. and stuff like that, I was like, "Okay, oh my yeah, I'm like talk, oh yeah." But I just didn't like the makeup and how they was trying to make him look mm-hmm. sick and weakly. Um, I know because I mean he's he he's damn near a picture of perfection, so I know that was a challenge for them. But I feel like if they would have kind of made his skin look a little more peaky. Mm-hmm. Like kind of desaturated skin a little bit, or maybe they could have did that in editing. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but he just looked a little. He just looked sweaty with pink eyes, nigga. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like, so, uh, um, but the editing, like you said, it wasn't. It wasn't really a big. Yeah, it wasn't something that you had to really focus on in focus, this film. Yeah. So. Um, we kind of talked about the acting. Let's go ahead and get some more of the acting. Uh, since we have. Theo Rossi, who played Officer Dominic Reyes, who was like the Hispanic uh, mm-hmm. defendant lawyer in the precinct mm-hmm. officer. And then Mike Randall was played by Bo Knapp. He did an excellent job playing this. I mean, he had some some monologues in here where he was saying he was just trying to get home. I really felt like he was really just like, I'm just, that, I, I didn't that, mean to That to boy shoot him. was acting. Yeah, he was acting that. That boy like, was acting. They, they did a great job of casting. He did a great job. Of course, uh, Nate Park did a great job. And them going against each other, it was just, it was, it was a powerful thing to see. I just I, want to tell yeah. y'all, there was a, a veteran actor in this film. And I was sitting there, I was like, why did this man feel so familiar? And he was a heartthrob in the fucking Yeah, 80s. I know. Okay, yeah. He was on 227. Yeah. And he was the man that married Sandra. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't quite 
they got down the island and they decided not mm. to get married when when they was about to say I do. Mm. It's the same guy. And I was like, yo, I remember back like the um early the late 80s, early 90s mm. when he was like doing a lot of the sitcoms and stuff. Yeah. I was like, that is him. Oh my God. He still looks great. <laughs> still sounds great. And you could tell it was him like through his features because he's yeah. all gray and yeah, you yeah. know older now, but you can still see those like he's a fine older dude too. Like <laughs> I was trying to find him on this list um, here. This I, I couldn't. I didn't remember his yeah, I don't name. Remember his name. Uh, Vanessa Bell Calloway. She was also in this film. You know, she's yeah, fresh she, breath, breath of fresh air. Yeah. I couldn't believe she was playing his mom. I was yeah. like, she don't look like she would be old enough that to be old, his yeah. mom. But then again, we're black, and we could yeah. look young forever. That's right. So, um, but yeah, the guy who played the the interview, I think his name was Jaden. Uh, no, Jordan was his name actually. He did a great job, and when they, and my favorite oh, scene yeah. of him, his name is Ellis. Yeah, I can I can pronounce his name. Alysses, Alysses Barnes. Yeah, that guy. He, Wait, no, 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 that's Alysses Barnes here. No, that's not him. That the Alysses Barnes is the kid that had the cell phone that was running the cop out his aunt's okay, house. Okay, that's Jaden. Okay, I'm talking about Jordan. Jordan. Um, his I forgot his his uh, name, but. He did a great job. My favorite scene of his was when he was in. Okay, I found him. Jordan King, right? Yeah, Jordan King. His name is Sean Paul McGee. Okay. Sean Paul McGee. Mm-hmm. When he did the scene where they, they brought him in because one of the jurors got into it with a cop and they had to send him back to a cell. Mm-hmm. When they brought him in, he went in and, and they asked him what he thought. And he gave his monologue. Just talking about he doesn't want to see another, you know, a, a black man or another that black family. Carl, yeah, Carl. it was. Like, he was crying. Like, that right there, like, it, it, it got to me. Yeah. I was like, I felt myself tearing up. Yeah, too. it was like they really like hit on a heavy topic with this film. Um, it was just, it it, it was it was great. It was a it powerful was, film. It was yeah. yeah it his was his his dialogue was so powerful, and because he was playing a college student and he was trying his best to be neutral, they mm. were forced to go into the building with them because he wanted them to document what they were about to do. Mm-hmm. And to see him so innocent and he was really trying his best to be neutral in the entire thing. Yeah. Um, and then we finally, he finally speaks on what his true feelings are. It's just like, okay, now we see why he won't leave. Cause the, the girl that was with him, she was trying to get him to leave. The one I yeah. said, it was a little, she was a little flat for me, but I think it worked in her favor because she looked young and innocent. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? I think that kind of played a part. Right. Mm-hmm. So, cause they're not, you're not really sure of yourself when you're in college. Yeah. So I think that worked in her favor, but, um, she kept like trying to get him to ditch Nate. Like, yeah. yo, this is, this is going left. Yeah, it's going we don't want to, yeah, we don't want to be a, a part of this. Yeah. And he was just like, nah, let's just, they got guns, man. Let's just yeah. ride this out. And she's just like, what is it with this guy? Why you won't? So then it made sense when he really like started to speak his heart mm-hmm. and like, yo, I'm really tired of seeing the genocide of people yeah. in the streets and watching moms and dads mourn after one after another and never, ever getting justice. Yeah. It was, yeah, it, it was powerful. It really was. Um, um, I would say also the the captain, I think he did a good job too. Um, when when they first got in a precinct and he was trying to get them to stop shooting oh, yeah. back, um, he he played. Um, I think that for me though, I feel like that was probably the 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 climax of his performance 
it just kind of was. Yeah, because they didn't really utilize him anymore. After no, that. and he kind of went flat after that. It was mm. just like that that key moment, and then it was just like he was kind of like background noise. Um, yeah. So let's get to the set design, um, real quick in the sound. Set design. The production designer was Jeffrey Kirkland. Uh, he did the film Children of Men back in two thousand six. And then the costume designer is Tiffany White Stanton. She did the Last House on the Left uh, in two thousand nine. I actually saw that film. Um, yeah, so I I thought that the the sets look look natural. I mean, look look realistic. Uh, mm-hmm. Look like a real precinct, and of course the houses look like real homes. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing stood out there as far as costume design. I mean, I I like the way that uh. Nate Parker's character, uh, Link. I like the way he was dressed. It's the the outfit that he has on the uh the movie poster. I like the little beanie. I was like, I need to get another another beanie because I'm wearing <laughs> the same one all the time. But <laughs> Yo. I, I like the one he had. Uh, I like I like the outfit that he had on. I was like, that's something I would wear. Um, yeah. I, <clears throat> um, nothing else really stood out. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and it was. It is what it is. I, I mean, mean this movie was really made to look to look and feel realistic. So it's like I, I can't really like review it the same way I would a, uh, a Blumhouse film or something that we did before. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah, yeah. I I mean I th- I think it was a good backdrop. Um, they did a good job. Um, with the wardrobes and the. I mean, it wasn't really much to it. Yeah. To 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 be honest, because half the cast was in um a uniform, either they was mm-hmm. in a cop uniform or they was in an inmate uniform. Yeah, and you had a couple of people who were just kind of like your everyday Joe Schmoes mm-hmm. that was coming to the precinct for whatever reasons. So yeah, yeah. they kept you know kept it pretty si- simple. So yeah, and lastly, the sound. Um, the composer is Henry Jackman. He did Kingsman: The Secret Service feature film in two thousand fourteen. Um, I think that was the sequel because there's two of those films, um, and I saw the first one. But uh, yeah, the sound was good. I mean, the gunshots, of course, sounded real. It was spoiler alert. The, the gunshot at the end, just I can't say I was really surprised because of the fact that somebody already spoiled the movie for me at the end on social on Facebook. Somebody <laughs> said I was just you know reading some re- you know reviews before because uh, they had seen the film like a week or so ago, and so I was looking at the post and there wasn't many comments. And then somebody was just like, "Oh man, the ending was sad." And then the person responded back and said, "Yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't expect him to die." I was like, "Well, damn, nigga." <laughs> well, I'm still gonna watch it. First but... of all, so I'm just waiting I, him to die. I, it didn't. It it caught me off guard, but I wasn't shocked yeah. because they will never give us mercy the no. way we give them, no. and we see that constantly. Yeah. We we are the people of extending the olive branch. Like right. maybe we came up with that fucking term, but I I knew it was gonna be so because every time you quote unquote get the hero, the hero has to die. Yep. And so I mean, of course, that's how I knew he was gonna die because social media. So, and if I hadn't known, I knew when he looked the moment he looked up into that camera at the end as he was about to walk out the door, he took a minute and looked in that camera for a minute. I was like, oh, he about to die now. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you, that next step, shot him dead. And I, but I will say, um, as far as I guess this would go back to wardrobe or set design. Um, mm-hmm. at the end when the kid was sending out the copies of the yeah. I was like, nigga, CDs. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, 
Can't you just send a, send a link now? Just <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, you can't put it on YouTube. Nobody's using yeah. CD mediums no more. <laughs> like either you would have like a flash drive or an SD card or like I I, I thought I was like okay what. Is this a time piece? <laughs> yeah, I don't. That I don't threw know, me off. I don't know what time. Actually, no, it's not time piece because I remember at one point they I saw on the dash cam in the beginning that the uh, when he got, they first got pulled over it was 2017, mm-hmm. and then the story takes place a year later, so it had to be 2018. So, so yeah, so that would be my critique on that. Um, yeah. You could use a better medium because even if you're sending this stuff out, like I don't think news reporters it's accepting oh, yeah. CDs. Okay, <laughs> like I was like, what the fuck? Why did he do <laughs> CDs? Like y'all could, as a matter of fact, like how did you find them? <laughs> yeah, uh, I use them shits as coasters. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's anything else there. Oh, I, one note I did say is I know that they had to have some grief counselors on set for this because this is just Ooh, yeah. too too heavy to not have that. I mean, because yeah. the way they were acting, it, it felt so real. Like the way when they were, the police officer was crying and uh, the other people were crying, it just felt so real to me. I was like, I know after they said cut, they had to take a minute to get themselves together. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's hard to just like bounce in and out of that. Yeah, especially the ones who had to like try to justify this shit. Yeah, like, that probably would've, that would have been hard for me as a you know as an actor. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't believe none of this shit. This is crazy. <laughs> but they um those officers, especially um the main officer, Officer Randall. Yeah, Officer Randall and Officer Reyes. Mm-hmm. They did a freaking phenomenal job, and man. I've seen them in some other things. They sold it. They yeah. sold it. I was like, yeah, he's definitely giving me racist cop vibes. Yeah. Like, and then um, the thing also to to point out as well, as far as the storyline is concerned, is to show the difference in how black um, different um, um, generations. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, different generations how they view and deal with the cops. His mm-hmm. son was like a millennial. Yeah. His father was more from our mm-hmm. um, era. And to see them having that conversation on how they view on how we should deal, on how we should move forward. The millennials are very- Well, I would say it's more, because I'm considered a, a millennial, mm-hmm. millennial, but so I would say it's more like Generation Z. Yeah. So yeah. it seemed like- they are more they've they're they're more educated mm-hmm. they understand the law way better than we they do do but they don't understand the nuances of racism yeah and they really feel like they have a fair shot because mm-hmm. they know the law just as well as the white people and i'm like and no you can have yeah. just as much knowledge as them but the system doesn't work the same and they're yeah. they're very they're very naive when it comes to those yeah. pieces. You don't and, have the same skin currency as right, and they feel like they know their rights. You do, but it doesn't work that way. And they're very, they don't see that part, mm-hmm. and that's how they end up getting yeah. in those situations. Yeah. And I, I thought that he did a beautiful job in kind of having creating that dialogue. Because I know there's men who have these conversations with their right. sons, and their sons are like, "But dad." If I'm doing X, Y, and Z, yeah. if I'm complying and if I'm doing all of this, I should be okay. So yeah. chill out. And it's like, just like, mm, 
motherfucker. <laughs> like Nate really, like he did his research. I'm sure he had did some interviews with people. Many. Uh, yeah, many interviews before writing the script because, I mean, everything was just like stuff that black people would be thinking. And it was just like, yeah, you really, like my hat's off to you. So when we give our final review now, we'll get into that now. Mm-hmm. Game blouses. All uh, day. Playing the background or. <laughs> game blouses all day. Was it game blouses? To... Playing the background or. Oh, uh. We're hurting. We're hurting. <laughs> yeah, definitely game blouses for me as well. Uh, incredible. I definitely am going to watch, when I watch it again. Um, I hope it gives somebody some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. White people can do what they do, you know. We need to storm the police stations because them the motherfuckers who killing us. Yeah. We don't, we, we don't get shit about what's going on, on Capitol Hill <laughs> because we give a shit about what's happening at the 13th Precinct yeah so um yeah man i'm i'm not trying to wish death on nobody no, but no, definitely not y'all yo american really need to see black people bro yeah. like y'all y'all overdue for a fade my nigga <laughs> like y'all overdue for a fade so hey if if some shit go down like some george floyd shit happen again like i think that should be the next move. Like, yeah. we tired. Yeah, we we, we, we seriously tired, and that's what like that's what was the whole hoopla about Trey songs. That's why everybody's like, yo, that's what's up, blah blah blah. Like egging him on and supporting him. Even the girl who um the the activist chick that's from Kansas, I think she's from Kansas. Um, the the remember the young Tamika sister. Mallory? Is that who you talking? No, not Tamika. Um, the young, she's younger than Tamika. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I know you talking. That about. Yeah, cursed yeah, out yeah, the cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know yeah her. She was the one that actually um did a live and and put me on about the whole Trey songs thing, and she okay. was hella excited. It was like she felt vindicated in the moment mm-hmm. that somebody fought back, and I feel like that is the energy that niggas is really about to be yeah. on. Like we're tired. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing you're, you're killing us in the street it's a whole nother thing where we have to keep reliving this motherfucking trauma every other goddamn season because nobody is held accountable. accountable you know what I'm saying that's the part that hurts Yeah, that's the part that keeps stabbing us in our hearts mm-hmm. that no one ever ever comes to the freaking carpet and have to answer for that Yeah, and but- I think until motherfuckers start storming these damn police stations to let y'all know y'all ain't gonna keep slaying us like dogs in the street yeah but judgment day is coming judgment day is coming so um yeah so if 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 you do (laughs) let me know but um so i could be praying for you and making sure you're covered (laughs) with the blood of jesus Mm. amen But that's our review on the film American yes. Skin. Make sure that you see this film if you haven't. It's very, very, very powerful. Um, and let us know what you think about it. You can mm-hmm. always fo- hit us up on Instagram at. Sorry. Okay. You can always oh, hit. You can, you can always hit us. Ayo, listen, fam. And on Facebook at. Ayo, listen to this fam podcast. That's right. And don't forget, we are. Uh, promoting film on the podcast with promoting mm-hmm. films you have film you can hit us up that way as well or you can email us at aolttfpodcast at gmail.com 
Mm-hmm. Again, the prices are 50, for a 15 second promo, it's $25. For 30 seconds, it's $50. Mm-hmm. And for 60 seconds or a minute, it's $100. So hit us up. Yep. And uh, we, uh, you can follow Maria at Maria the Creative on Instagram. And you can follow Kevin at Kevin J. Stone. And you can follow Steph at Steph the Director. That's right. And uh, we'll be back next week reviewing a new film as well. Or another film. I won't say it's new. It might be some old. Who knows? But we'll yeah. be back again with another <laughs> review. And if y'all some crazy stuff happened, we'll be talking about that too. Yep. And uh, y'all be safe. Be san- be what is it? Be safe, be sane, and be sanitized. That's right. Wear your mask out here, people. That's right. Peace.